You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Hi, Priestly Sacrifice is the title of this devotion. And when I think about these things from the book of Hebrews, I get incredibly blessed and lifted up out of human earthly thinking into holy heavenly thinking. You know, it says in Colossians 3 verse 1, set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. For Christ, who is our life, when He appears, you will appear with Him in glory. And it says, set your mind, meditate on things above. Jesus, in John chapter 3, was spoken of as coming from above, who speaks of things from above, but we are of the earth and from beneath, but He's from above. Therefore, He shows things that He has seen and heard with the Father. Jesus spoke about his heavenly life with the Father in a very matter-of-fact way because he said, I've come from the Father. I've come from the Father and I'm going to the Father. Jesus had absolutely no insecurity about who he was or where he came from or where he was going. He had absolutely no question about eternal future and destiny and purpose and meaning and reason for living. And I want to talk to you this week about these things. I want to speak to you about having a heavenly heart, a heavenly mind that you receive through Jesus, that you begin to live in the knowledge and the consciousness of eternal life. This is why the Bible in the book of Hebrews, especially in chapter 3, talks about today. Because with God, it is an eternal today. Because with Him, There is no beginning or end. He is without beginning or end. He is eternal. So God is living in the eternal today. That's why he, in the book of Hebrews, when he begins to show us the life that Jesus has in heaven that he now communicates into us by the Holy Spirit, is a forever today. And God wants us to begin to think in this way. And, and learn to live in this way. And I want to take you to begin with the Hebrews chapter 9, and we'll start reading at verse 11, okay? But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come, with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once and for all, having, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience? from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator 
of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Now, I know this is where the, the apostle who's been given by the Spirit to write this, whose name is unknown, most do believe it is Paul or that it was associated with Paul because most of the revelation here is in many ways unique to Paul except that he doesn't speak about the Gentiles in this book to the degree that he does in all of his other letters. But here I want you to see that what the Holy Spirit brings through his apostle is very condensed. So you could take each verse and spend a lot of time on it and, and we can't do it. But what I want you to see is that Jesus, through the one sacrifice of himself, has forever, this is chapter 14, chapter 10, verse 14, forever completely cleansed and perfected all of those whom he has consecrated and made holy. You see, his blood is forever active and forever powerful, able to cleanse out of our conscience the awareness of sin, that we inwardly are not conscious of sin, but inwardly we're conscious of peace through righteousness with God and joy through communion with the Heavenly Father. That eternal redemption that He obtained for us through His blood in heaven that forever speaks of an excess, of a boldness to draw near and gives us a true heart, an absolute cleansed heart by which we are sincere before God. And, and, and what that identifies folks is we, when we're not cleansed with the blood to the degree God wants us to, we can with tears say, Lord, I'm so sorry, Lord, I won't do it again. And yet the next moment we do it again. We may have the willingness, but not the ability because the very nature that motivates us to sin hasn't been fully put to death, hasn't been fully crucified, hasn't been circumcised out of our inner nature. And that is the power of His redemption. The power redeem, buy free, liberate. Jesus through His power at the Father's right hand, His high priestly, glorious, sacrificial power is able to redeem by free our soul, our conscience from the control that manipulates and induces us to do things that we know are not God's will that makes us feel condemned and subject to the devil's accusation. He liberates us from that. He separates us from that. I mean, let me take you to 1 Corinthians Okay, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18 or verse 19. Or do you not know, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So here's the redemption. Jesus cried out on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles in John 6, 7, verse 38. 
If anyone thirsts, let him come to me, and out of his innermost being will come a river of living water. This he spoke about the Holy Spirit who had not yet been given, for Jesus had not yet been glorified. The redemption is manifest in you, is revealed in you, in that the Holy Spirit has come to indwell you and flows through you and from you. The Holy Spirit shows that you now have been bought free from the control and manipulation of the evil, damning nature of sin that pulls you down and makes you subject to the devil's harassment and, uh, and accusations and condemnation. And you are liberated in Christ from that condemnation and accusation of the devil. He has been completely disarmed and made a spectacle of in Jesus triumphing over him on the cross in shedding his innocent blood to buy you and me free. And now we receive through faith in Christ the Holy Ghost into our being consistently and constantly confessing with our spirit that we're sons and daughters of God, that we are redeemed, that we live out of the high priestly ministry of Jesus, liberated from the control of sin in the joy of this everlasting life that we have through Jesus Christ, free from condemnation, free from Satan's tyranny, free from sin, free from condemnation. Oh my goodness, friends, this is glorious. And your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. No other spirit has a right to your spirit, but the Holy Spirit. And it's so essential that you hear this and realize that the high priestly sacrifice is sufficient, always sufficient, eternally sufficient, not just for this age, but also for the age to come. We see in the book of Revelation that when we're in heaven and we're living in the, new, in the age to come, that we'll be singing, worthy is the Lamb will be worshiping the Lamb of God who bought us for God to be a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Oh my goodness, what glory awaits all of those who love the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read to you a couple of verses here. We're talking about high priestly sacrifice today. Listen to this. This is 1 Corinthians 15 verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which you also, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, in, if you hold fast the word, that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and was revealed to Cephas, to Peter, and the Twelve, and so forth. You see, it's according to God's eternal promises that He predestined for our sal salvation, that Jesus Christ was crucified for our sins and raised for our justification. I love the way it says that same statement that I'm mentioning to you here in Romans chapter 4, verse 25, who was delivered, Jesus who was delivered up because of our offenses and raised because of our justification. I want you to realize today that that one sacrifice that Jesus made of himself 
is eternally sufficient to liberate you from anything that would hold you back from fellowship, communion with your heavenly Father 24-7. That you can live in His love and His blessed, holy, calming, rest of His presence and be kept by it, manifesting in your whole spirit, soul and body, keeping you into the joy of that communion and fellowship with your heavenly Father 24-7. Oh, I just... Father, I just love your holy presence here for each and every one of us. Father, I'm so grateful that you're so readily available because of the blood of Jesus, because of the one sacrifice he made of himself to forever completely cleanse and perfect all of us whom you have consecrated and made holy to yourself as your own people. Thank you, Father, that this one sacrifice of Jesus is eternally sufficient, eternally powerful, eternally powerful to bring us up into this holy of holies, into this wonderful place. Let me close with you from Hebrews chapter 10. And, and I'll read you a little bit from the King James and then, and then I want to read you a little bit the same thing from the Amplified in closing. I mean... You know, if you look at my little Bible there, it just is on the line because it is so rich. It is so glorious to me. But look at verse 12 of Hebrews 10. But this man, Jesus Christ, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From that time waiting till his enemies are made his footstool, for by one offering he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Okay, now I'm going to read you those verses from the Amplified. Verse 12, 13, and 14 of Hebrews 10. Whereas this one Christ, after he had offered a single sacrifice for our sins that shall avail for all time, set down at the right hand of God, then to wait until his enemies should be made a stool beneath his feet. For by one, for by a single offering, he has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy. You know, I close with this thought. You believe in what Jesus has done for you on the cross, where he died for you. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do where he shed his innocent blood as the purchase price for your salvation to save your soul. As Peter would say, we believe in the saving of the soul. Amen. You believe this. But you know that that blood that was shed on Calvary was taken up into heaven and presented before the Father as the eternal, eternal redemption, the eternal power, the eternal qualification, the eternal right of power and authority and dominion for Jesus to take the life that he has in the Father and the Father in him and communicate it as our great high priest into us. Oh, my friends, God wants you to believe with all your heart in what Jesus did on earth. 
But no, less does he want you to believe what he's doing for you right now at the Father's right hand where he ever lives to make intercession to say to the uttermost all who come to the Father through him. Hebrews 7, 25. And this is what we're going to talk about this week. And I believe God's going to bless you. And so I trust you join me for the devotions this week. Have a good day.